Aussies in action. Yeah, well, beach volleyball. Australia will be playing for gold against the USA after defeating Latvia in the semi-final this morning. After winning a first... A tight first set, 23-21. The Aussies rallied from being four points down early in the second to defeat Latvia. So it's going to be pretty pretty massive. Huge. The United States, 10.30 tomorrow morning. Uh, listening to Kerry Pothas talk about handing over the baton from a beach volleyball point of view. And she says, yep, these these ladies can do it. Um, including Taliqua Clancy, who's the first Indigenous volleyballer to represent a country in that sport. A fantastic effort, and uh, they'll be on a high heading into that uh, showdown with the United States. Um, and during the match, we got another typical Aussie moment when in the second set they were picked up by the microphones discussing tactics with the occasional uh, swear word dropped in, which um, I suppose if you've got a live microphone, uh, <laughs> you're expecting to get something occasionally just uh, drop in from time to time. Yeah, it was tough to see Genevieve Gregson, the Australian record holder in the steeplechase, uh, rupture her Achilles. She's been going to spend the next couple of days in a hospital bed, pretty, pretty rough injury. Uh, and talking about Aussies, like the, you can't help but talk about the the Olympians who finished their competition over there and maybe haven't left the best impression on the way out. Uh, the Ollie Roos on the plane causing a bit of mischief. Uh, the Rugby Sevens guys damaging some property allegedly in the in the athletes' village. When you see stuff like that, Danny, do you think it, it does kind of paint everybody in a bit of a bad light? Unfortunately, social media today and people are so quick to jump on board and you know, pigeonhole people and tar everyone with the same brush. So I don't think it does. Personally, no, I don't think it does. Whoever did it was the person responsible if they were being silly. And you know, what about two thousand? Just uh, without giving away trade secrets, uh, do you have a, uh, Obviously, no restrictions there, but a bit of a party afterwards. It's, it's natural after, sure after the work you do for four years in your case to be able to let the hair down and and have a few drinks and, and enjoy yourselves. You know, obviously in the right levels but um, you feel sorry for these athletes not being able to do that afterwards and come back to, to quarantine they're only doing what most people do or not what many people do on a Friday and Saturday night 52 weeks of the year so you know they're not doing anything out of, out of the ordinary just that they're scrutinised and they have the public eye looking at them through a, through a magnifying glass these I don't know what they did. I'm, I'm not sure of the claims, but good luck to them. Uh, you know, go have a good time. As long as no one gets hurt and and, and no one's getting damaged, no property's getting damaged. They're not being and they're not being peanuts, disrespectful. Yeah, not being disrespectful. Man, let your hair down. Have a good time. What's the point of doing this stuff if you can't enjoy it as well? Well, on that topic, what do you think is is like the impact of the fact that normally, you know, like and for you in Sydney, you could go to the closing ceremony. You could have that closure on your Olympic yeah. experience, win, lose, or draw. That's not going to be the case with the athletes in in Tokyo. They've got to get on a plane a couple of days after they. Finish finish, fly back to Australia, straight into hotel quarantine for 14 days. Rad. How about the swimming team? Like we haven't brought the swimming team up because they've had the whole world talking about it, but they've gone from this massive high and then going back into quarantine. Like it's, you know, the, I couldn't think of a, a more, more bigger contrast in terms of the sporting elation and then isolation. What an anti-climax for them. I'm not going to say I feel sorry for them because there's... They knew what I'm was... not going to feel sorry for them because it's like, man, I, I wish it was different for them, but I can't say I feel sorry for them because there's people out there that are struggling and suffering and losing their lives. They're who I feel sorry for. But it's 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 kind it's of unfortunate. Un, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Is it is unfortunate? But I'm sure when the two weeks is up, they're gonna they're gonna um, they're gonna enjoy themselves and let their head and, and as they should because they've done our country so proud. And the cycling has been has been interesting on the velodrome. There's been thrills, spills. And we mentioned Matthew Glatzer yesterday with uh, all his uh, issues, had cancer, etc. He's ended up pulling out of the men's individual sprint, uh, which is really sad news. Matthew Richardson, not our Matthew Richardson from Channel 7, but Matthew Richardson has taken his place 
with qualifying and the opening rounds on Wednesday afternoon. He came third, knocked out in the uh, Ripper Charge. Uh, by the way, the Opals, of course, lost to the USA 79-55. to So both our men and women, unfortunately, not uh, shooting for gold. But in diving, Melissa Wu, I've been doing Olympics for a while. Her name seems to have been around forever. Yeah, she's been around for a while. Uh, just before 3pm today, she'll be diving in the 10-metre platform final. She's currently sitting third, so you know every chance of a medal going into the end of that. Uh, the Hockey Roos arrived back in Perth overnight, talking about hotel quarantine. That's where they're going to be for the next 14 days. But they seem to be all smiles on the way back in at the airport. Absolutely, and they'll be heading out to the Perth Hockey Stadium tonight for uh, around 6 o'clock for the network, where there's going to be a huge crowd gathering for the Australia versus Belgium gold medal match in the men. So, fingers crossed they can get the job done. And what a fantastic end to the tournament that would be for the Australians. And, by the way, in the decathlon, Australia's Ashley Maloney sits in second place overall. Watched some of his uh, events last night. Outstanding. Uh, the javelin, the 1,500 metres to go. Could be the first Aussie to win a medal for the decathlon. He's, I think, 21 years of age. Um, has gone into this decathlon thinking, oh, anything's a bonus. He's... Big chance to go uh, deep into this and, and win a medal, which would be a remarkable achievement. Do you know, I'd like to see, and i get your thoughts on this, Danny. This is just off the cuff. So the, the decathlon, amazing. One of my favourite events at the Olympics. What if you had like a decathlon or a heptathlon, but for the fighting sports? So you, ha- you had to compete over boxing, judo, taekwondo, what else is there? Uh, Greco-Roman wrestling. Uh, and if you could come up with another one, UFC and, somewhere. And so in there. whoever, whoever, ninja star throwing. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's in the Olympics, but it, and if you could, and whoever wins, like on on some points, sort of total. How do you how do you reckon you would go competing in those other sports? I stick to boxing, mate. <laughs> mate, <laughs> how, how, how difficult would that be? Yeah, but that's the point. It was just like decathlon, right? Like that's you know, like some people are better at long jump, some people are better at pole vault, some people are better at the eight hundred meters or whatever's in there. Um, and it's who's the best over all of them that wins. You were just trying to pinch my idea from a couple of days ago, where I said Cady Ledecky versus Ariane Titmus <laughs> in Perth, Scarborough Beach pool. $100,000. Oh, I thought you were going to put him in a boxing ring. Yeah. No, a swim-off. Anyway, I think that's a better idea than yours. But, Benny, I, I admire your um, enthusiasm. I'm an ideas man. Well, <laughs> well, let's now turn to the medal tally. Australia has dropped down to fifth. We were fourth for quite a while. We're down to fifth now still, which is incredible uh, for a little nation like ours. Uh, but today's two gold. We climbed back up into fourth uh, with 17 golds, four silver, 17 bronzes. Uh, China, way out on top at the moment, 32 golds, uh, followed by the US and then the host nation, Japan, rounding out the top three.